Valley is the ham that feeds LA. The mission for Los Angeles is in the Valley. What is up, Valleyland listeners? This is Rebecca Gross, the co-creator of Valleyland, and I'm here to tell you a little bit about this new series we're going to be doing, which is going to feature some of the quirkiest, strangest, most unique institutions of the San Fernando Valley. What better way to kick this off than with an interview with Carl Crew? Who is Carl Crew, you ask? He is the owner of the CIA. No. We're not talking about the government agency. We are talking about the California Institute of Abnormal Arts, tucked away in the San Fernando Valley, sort of on the border between North Hollywood and Burbank. The CIA is actually an oddity museum slash venue slash restaurant bar slash private party space. It's sort of everything. But our episode today is going to really get at the heart of what makes it an oddity museum and a a space for abnormal arts. So uh, I talked with Carl. He is, as I said, the owner of the CIA, but he's really a jack of many trades. He's been a screenwriter, an author. He was an embalmer at a mortuary for a bit, which may explain why there are Spoiler alert, three dead bodies embalmed at the CIA. I didn't even know that was like something you could do, but uh, he's featured in Ripley's Believe It or Not, uh, you know, double page spread. So I guess it is something you can do. And Carl's cool with letting everyone know about it, uh, which I think is awesome. And um, yeah, no, I, I chatted with Carl all about kind of his life and how he got to this place and why the CIA matters and why the fact that it's in the Valley kind of is a quintessential aspect of not only the institution, but also sort of explains the Valley culture in a nutshell. So please enjoy. It was a great interview with him. It's just me and him chatting about his experience getting to the place where he is and what the CIA is and what it does. So please enjoy and uh, stay tuned. We're just going to jump right in here. This is uh, the body of Fa Choi. Fa Choi. I grew up in uh, San Francisco in Chinatown. Okay. Uh, basically, I went to school, high school on Knob Hill. Yeah. I used to drop down into Chinatown every day to get my fried wontons. Oh, yeah. And they met these incredible Chinese families that literally took me underground. They showed me the plague tunnels. Oh, my God. That's where the opium dens are. That's crazy. Yeah, and so my name is Carl Crew, and they call me Clala Clue. Oh, my God. And after all these years, I called them up, and they go, this is Clala. And they go, oh, Clala. I said, I know you have one of your relatives on display in your place. Uh, I want them in my museum. Wait, so this is truly one of their relatives. And they knew I had a dead clown here for 24 years. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so this is Fa Choi. They finally brought him down. Fa Choi was a uh, magician for underground opium dance in okay. 1914. Crazy. And he's embalmed with pure mercury. So is it uh, when you were transporting him here and stuff? Oh, they brought him here. Okay. Yeah. What, and is the mercury dangerous Well, not anymore, or? I don't okay. think. But who knows? I mean, that's why it's behind glass. <laughs> right. Yeah. But they used to call him the Chinese weasel. 
Chinese weasel. Because he was a ruthless antique dealer, which I am too, so I love that. Right. And he had a monkey for an assistant in the opium dens. Wow. The monkey outlived him by 15 years. Mm -hmm. When the monkey passed, they stuffed him. I am getting the monkey to sit right next to him. Very, very nice. I'm glad that they'll be resting together. Oh, yeah, baby. And that's his fake hand. He chopped his own hand off in an opium den magic show. Accidentally, the I'm assuming. was going on, yeah. <laughs> and he chopped his own hand, just not on purpose. Not. Wow. They gave him that fake hand, and all the fake skin fell off. It's 1914, yeah. Crazy. He was good and terrible. Yeah. That's pure mercury. I used to be an embalmer. I lived at a mortuary for five years. Uh-huh. And then I made horror movies for 20 years, so figure okay. that one out. Yeah, yeah that makes but sense. But we used formaldehyde. Uh-huh. This is turn of the century. They use all kinds of crazy, crazy Just chemicals. different stuff. As an example, this family introduced me to the family of Madame Wong. Madame Wong. So we're walking over to see yep. Madame Wong over here. What's and her story? She's a midget magician jewel thief. Can you say that three times fast? I don't think I can even say it one time yeah, fast. Yeah, no, most, most people can't. <laughs> um, she is embalmed with ginseng and mercury. Ginseng. And that's what's in some green teas, isn't it? Yeah, baby. Okay. It tastes a little better, yeah. <laughs> uh, she was arrested at the Golden Gate Theater in 1913 mm-hmm. for hypnotizing a whole crowd of people and ripping them off. They wow. had black dragon heads that used to hang in the theaters and blow opium smoke on everyone, get them all stoned. She'd come out and just take your jewelry. Yeah. Crazy. But that's not what she went She went to prison because she borrowed the Lotus Jewel from the De Young Museum in San Francisco, uh-huh. made it disappear in her act. Where to go? She never brought it Does back. anyone know? Well, she never brought it back, and she was arrested and went to prison. Right. When the family brought her down and dressed her, they also brought this. This is the cover. Here you have a flashlight. This is the cover of San Francisco Chronicle right here. Oh yeah. Showing she was arrested. Madame so Wong arrested, and that's her little face right there. Huh. And, that's uh, unbelievable. There's the. Uh, the Lotus, uh, I mean, that's the uh, Golden Gate Museum mm-hmm. or uh, theater. But the deal is the family brought the Lotus Jewel down That was because it turned out to be a fake. Mm. She went to prison and died for a jewel that was fake. It's really sad. sad. It's very yeah. sad, I know. But there it is, you know, and I, like I said, I don't have my flashlight. But that's okay. Pretty sure. Oh. I love the history, though. I love the history. Mm-hmm. As sad it is, is. But this is my dead clown. Okay. And this guy's got a centerfold in the Ripley's. Wow. Yeah. His name was Achille Chatouillet. Can you say that? Achille Chatouillet? That was good. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, good. Can you still do it in harmony? Achille <laughs> Chatouillet. <laughs> that translates to the French tickler. Okay. Sense of humor. Really crappy clown. He died in 1912 wow. of chronic nephritis. What is nephritis? Oh, okay. Drinking. He was a drunk. Yeah. Really bad drunk. In fact... This right here is the only leaflet from a circus. He was in the Great London Circus. He was in there for a week, and they kicked him out. Okay. But his last request was that he would always be on display. 25 years ago, a freak show. I did freak shows here for 25 years. Uh-huh. They call me the Barnum of Burbank Boulevard. I right? love that. And my mom is so Barnum, proud. Barnum of Burbank, Burbank Boulevard. Boulevard. That's right. LA Times. Cool. Yeah. Um, but this family came in, they did a freak show, and they're like, yeah, we got Uncle So-and-so on our circus ranch. I'm like... Bring them down. Right. And they did. Crazy. And they come back every year and do another freak show, and we have another memorial service we've been doing for 25 years. That's amazing. And he looked good. Look at him. I know. He looks like he could open his eyes. Now, he is hermetically sealed, airtight. 
airtight. Yeah, airtight. Okay, so and he's embalmed with mercury and arsenic. Oh, God. Yeah. All these So chemicals. if that ever broke, I'd have to call Hazmat. I mean, yeah. is that his real face? His yeah. Well, they, his last request was that he would always be on display. So they put him in clown makeup. And he's wearing his Shriners Parade outfit from 1906 in Detroit, the first Shriners Parade. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. He, and if you shine a light at him, you can see nose hairs, ear hairs. I mean, like, That's he looks really good because of the hermetical seal. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you go to our Facebook page, Facebook CI Abnormal Arts, mm-hmm. you can see a clip of the very first memorial service we ever did for him. Wow. 20, almost 25 years ago. Crazy. And his casket was on the stage, and uh, people were performing in his honor. It was very somber. And uh, a magician got up at the end. He did some juggling. Uh-huh. Because he loved juggling. And he did it terribly. But, but well, <laughs> thought that know, counts. Yeah. And then he pulls out a case and sets it on the stage and unzips it. And out jumps a live rabbit. A live rabbit. And the rabbit, the live rabbit jumps up on a stool, leans into the microphone. Uh-huh. And says the closing benediction like a black preacher, amen. Oh, oh, my God. Freaked people how? out. How? How did that happen? It was happen? so funny. Do you know you how can it? see that clip. It's like, ah. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, I do know how it, because what it was was a trick microphone that leaked yogurt, a trained rabbit, and I'm bad. So he's going, hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> so we do something like that every time they come back. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. So you said 25 years ago. How long has 25 CIA years. been? 25, 25 years. years. Yeah. Okay. And how did you decide Burbank or the Valley? Um, well, I really, I always, you know, between you and me, I've always detested the valley, mm-hmm. even though I've lived all over it, like yep. in 17 different houses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, the funny thing is I used to look at this street and drive by and go, I would never live on this street. And God was like, okay. Yeah, exactly. So I've lived spitting distance because I'm here all the it's, time, you know. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So, but the cool thing about it is like two seconds from Hollywood if it's good traffic. Mm-hmm. So we, most of it our is, crowd comes from Hollywood. It is great. Yeah, yeah. I just it's I live the hill. I live here in North Hollywood. Oh, you and, poor thing. You take medication for that. <laughs> you know, well, I grew up in the West Valley, and okay, so yeah. to me, this feels yeah. like so much closer to the city. You're on the other oh, side well, of the four hundred five. Yeah, I grew up in San Francisco. I, right. Well, but this horribly though, this is a. Uh, I mean, the only culture in North Hollywood is like CVS and Denny's. Exactly. Except you know, I, this, this is here, you know. Well, that's true. We're, we're a little you know, hidden gem, but uh, right. I have to go downtown to get my architectural fix. So you can imagine Absolutely. what I'm like. Being well, from, from San Francisco. San Francisco. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm wondering, like, what made you decide, like, I'm going to be on Burbank right uh, here? Because I got a great deal on this cheap hovel nightmare that was just, <laughs> you have no idea. There was just, it was... There was, wasn't a roof on it. There was nothing here. It was an old recording studio with nothing here. Mm-hmm. There was only burlap on the walls in there. That's it. And a platform for the stage. Right. But, uh, yeah, so we just got a really good deal on it. And, yeah, been here ever since. And so. now you do, and you said you do attract people from Hollywood and oh, sure. everywhere, probably. A lot of celebrities come down now, like, you know, under the strange, different, funny celebrities, Elvira. And, yeah. You know, people like that. And uh, But actually, some really, we had a Hugh Jackman come down here the other day. Uh, no way. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it was so That's cool. That's so Got cool. I'm but, sure that was, I mean, from your background with horror and Oh, it was stuff, perfect. Sure yeah, that was, it was so amazing. cool. Very we had cool. Uh, a lot of photo shoots. We do a lot of shooting here. Mm-hmm. Been just shooting here for many, many years. Yeah. Um, and they've, you know, like in the early days, we had uh, Ashton Kutcher and, uh, yeah. and Zac Afron do shoots here. And, uh, uh, you know, Green Day and uh, Maroon Five and just all these people they that shot would here. Be, so. That would be that would be a cool. dream to me. Green oh, really? Day, wow! I love. Oh, yeah, yeah I mean, Mike. The, 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 he's a bassist, or yeah, I, yeah. I got to meet. I got a good picture with him. He's That's very cool. Him. Very cool. So yeah, you do meet a lot of people, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, it's uh, 
people have no idea what it's like to be open to the public. You have no idea. Well, how do, how, how do you feel about that? I hate it. You're not a huge fan of having to talk with people? Oh, I love talking to people. That's one thing is talk. I can talk to anybody. I don't care. Right. But the people that don't get it, they're just like, uh, where's that band? Right. Uh, I'm going to wreck this. You know, it's like, uh, like. Yeah. You know. I understand that. Yeah, so it's a drag, but we're going to probably start doing a lot of more private events. Uh Uh-huh. And just do the cool shows that we want to do. Like, we had a brilliant, um. Uh, Christmas show last Friday night was with the Rhythm Coffin. Cool. They're like a skeleton doo-wop band. Skeleton doo-wop? Oh, it's hilarious. That is like something I feel like is super unique. Like, oh, you have no idea. That probably doesn't exist anywhere else. You can go on the else. Facebook CI Abnormal Arts and see all the pictures on there from that show. With fire eaters and just the whole hilarious deal. It was great. It was yeah. a great show. We love them. That's also, the Radioactive cool. Chicken Heads have played here for 20 years. Radioactive Chicken Heads. Oh, and they are hilarious. Great names. You oh, get man, wait till you great see them. acts with great names. It's like puffing stuff on acid. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fully costumed. I don't want to see anything that's unplugged. You know, come on. Right. Give me a show here, right? Right. So, uh, yeah, there's tons of videos on YouTube about Radioactive Chicken Heads. Cool. And Aaron's a dear friend of mine. He's been in a bunch of bands. But this is, like, amazing. And they're getting huge right now. They're getting huge. Yeah. yeah so it's cool, yeah. So what, how have your events changed over the years? What what did they start out as? And you well, think now you're veering more toward private shows? Well, what has actually, it been? Um, we've always were maximalists. So we don't want to be minimalist. We want to go over the top any way we can all right. the time. Uh-huh. Um, so we started out doing because when we start when we started out we were underground, right? I mean we didn't have license one, yeah. Know? And uh, we had a rubber twenty foot tall brick wall <laughs> on hinges and a fake Brady Bunch fireplace. And if the way it was positioned, it looked like you walked through a wall if you passed through the shadow. So it was the secret entrance to the CIA club, oh, which had been cool. our nickname. Yeah. Yep. So uh, we started doing shows and we had regular bands. With the most weirdest performance artists between them that you people just walked out, what did I just see? I don't know. You know, it's like right. they would just be shaking their head like, what did we just see? You know, and we love that. We uh, we love that. But uh, like, I don't want to be the club that plays Led Zeppelin or any recognizable music between the show. You know, like, mm-hmm. uh, give me Martin Denny. Give me some, anything weird, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but we started going doing freak shows, and we did with Girly Freak Show with Slime Minster Hyman from Guar. We did that for five years, and we did the Dead Puppet Society for ten <laughs> years. Dead Puppet Society, yeah, that's baby, a great that's, name too. Have you ever heard of Scotland from Team America? I haven't, but have you ever I, heard of the movie Team America? It's a huge puppet movie. I will Came look into it. Ago. Oh yeah, very cool. He was the guy, and he performed here for fifteen years, and. Uh, also, Matt Scott from uh, Rasputin's Marionettes. Oh, yeah. Cool. And uh, Gasly Gables, Jonathan Alvarez. Amazing puppeteers. So we always threw the weirdest shows we could possibly find. Um, and then uh, there's a whole another weird tangent. I'm just going to give you a little. Please. Shea St. John. Uh-huh. S-H-A-Y-E-S-A-I-N-T-J-O-H-N. Shea St. John. Most handicapped performance artist in the world. I worked with her for 10 years. And my friend Eric, we did movies up here. We were the first people to show them anywhere. Mm-hmm. And if you type in Shea St. John on Google, hundreds of stuff's going to come up. Yeah. Because, but I did a, a documentary called Trigger Happy. Uh-huh. And it's got like 150,000 hits on it right now. It's only 13 minutes long, but it's the real story of what happened. My friend who brought her over here, brilliant editor, he died a couple years ago. Oh, sorry. Like six years ago, yeah. It was really sad. Brilliant artist. Oh, my goodness. Talk about a maximalist. 
And uh, yeah, so we tell the real story. I couldn't tell it for years after he died. We finally did a, a documentary about it. And you'll have to check that out, but that's yeah. just a whole nother woo! And that documentary is called... Shea St. John. Shea St. John. Trigger Happy. Trigger Happy. Yeah. Beautiful. I will yeah, check freak that out. out. That. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we go cool. on. This is... Uh, We're keeping, keeping walking this way. This is the arm of Claude de Lorraine. This is a human arm in a shrine from 1918. 19... So it's 100 years old. Yeah. Did you have a little birthday party? Uh, not yet. the arm? Yeah. Okay. Not well, yet. You're not supposed to photograph it, though. I won't. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's cursed if you photograph it. I don't want to be cursed. Okay, I you, think you I. But will you steer can clear. leave something on the thing and get a wish in 24 hours. Wow. But there's a whole big story with this. Claude de Lorraine was a French nobleman. His wife was a singer. And she wouldn't sing during World War One. This was in Paris. Mm -hmm. And when the war ended in 1918, oh, now sing! And she got on the Paris opera stage and slipped and broke her Oh, neck. no, that's sad. He freaked out and shoved his arm right through a window in the booth overlooking the stage. And they had to amputate his arm. Why but was that? Why'd they have to amputate because it? Because it was all messed up through oh. a window. Yeah, it was like it was hanging, but they had to amputate it. Ouch. So instead of throwing it in the trash, he enshrined his own arm. So that's the shrine so of the arm of Claude here. de Lorraine. Yeah. So you mentioned that this is a this is a cursed piece if you take a photo. Right. Are you superstitious having all these? Um, I'm not superstitious because I know what go. I know Papa don't take no mess. Right. But I know there's some stuff going on. Hey, yeah. this place is not haunted, even though I have three dead bodies here. Yeah, I don't I've feel any... I've had two any... paranormal investigations here. Uh-huh. I don't feel any me. energy. That's right, baby. It's... Only good, baby. That's right. Yeah, good juju. That's right. Mm -hmm. I know juju showed me $10. <laughs> um, so this is on Ripley's Believe It or Not on our page with Dean Kane doing the whole story. So tell me one more time. Uh, I don't know if we were recording yet. You're in Ripley's, this 2018 hardback? Yeah, right. In cool. the new 2018 hardback book. The and is that out cool right book. now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's oh, out. Yeah. Okay, cool. We got a double page spread. Amen. Double page spread yep. featuring the clown. The clown and the other two bodies. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Um, but we were, we've been on the TV show with Dean Kane too. Okay. And that's, he did this. And, and that's on our page too, yeah. Okay, great. So everything's on the Facebook page. Pretty much, Check yeah. Check it out. Yep. Check it out. Cool. So we're going to go on here. Hey, hey. This is the rest of our auditorium back here. Rest of the auditorium. Okay. Oh, got some heads over here. Well, this is a shrunken head from Ecuador, and he's a chieftain, and he's in a magnetized case. Okay. You know what why, that is, right? No, why is it magnetized? It's a case that's magnetized, but why is it? Yeah. Yeah, why is it? It cuts right to the chase. <laughs> uh, it's because of the, to mute any residual juju. Oh, okay. Like I said, juju owe me $10. You better come down and pay me my money. <laughs> Um, these are two bone carvings from human bone that are in the shape of skeletons. I okay. put them together and they spread out by themselves. Huh. But I do not let anything haunted stay here. You know what I do? What? Blam! Right in the trash, baby. <laughs> Papa don't take no mess. And believe me, I've thrown stuff away. Okay. So I think it's the vibrations from the traffic on the street that made a move. Interesting. So right below there's a hand of glory. Okay, what's that? The Hand of you're Glory? Not, you've never been to Stone School? Hand of Glory! <laughs> no, no, a Hand of Glory in Scotland, They, uh, if you're a thief, they hang you mm. and let your body swing all night long on the moors. Come in the morning and your right hand's usually been cut off. The peasants, they take it, they treat it with salt, cinnamon, and moonlight and put wicks, candle wicks, between your fingers. Ouch. It becomes what's known as a thieves' light. Okay. So they come by your place in the rain. Oh, can we stay by your fire? And you're like, uh, okay. And put you by the fire. As soon as you go to sleep, they whip out the hand, light the candles, and it keeps you asleep so they can rob you. Ugh. 
This one's from 1709 in Scotland, and if I had a light, I could show you. That's okay. Very yeah, cool. It's a drag, though. It's really creepy. Well, I'll be back. Cool. And um, <laughs> this is a pig wah, half pig and half chihuahua. How, and, and tell me the history behind that. If oh, you know I just got it in Mexico. They do a lot of weird stuff down there. Yeah. I, was, I didn't know how I was going to get through customs. I put in a bag and wrote pig statue. I'm like, uh-huh. Where do you get, where do you find most of these that aren't from, you know, your Chinese family? Oh, well, I, I had an antique store in the Haight-Ashbury. Uh-huh. For, for years. And so, so that's you, kind of, you make the connections But I grew way. up in flea markets and garage sales. I mean, mm-hmm. I just, I've been... So it's, now the stuff floats to me. People call me all the time. Hey, I got this. I'm like, oh, how much, you know? Right. But that's a pig wah, half pig and half chihuahua. Uh-huh. And uh, I didn't know how it's going to get through customs. Put in a bag and a pig statue. I'm like, huh, huh, huh. He's and like, Oscar. He didn't even look. Got it home. And I'm like, Whoosh. got it home. My girlfriend had nightmares for two weeks. Yeah. The teeth, the teeth. I go, that's the, corn. That's not teeth. They are, are corn, about? right? Cause yeah, I was it's his favorite say, food. Okay. Thanks a lot, Carl. That's better. I'm glad that it's... I'm glad that it's not. That is a cryptozoological specimen no one can identify. Interesting. Scientists from the Natural History Museum came down and tried to buy it from me. They don't know what it is. I said, well, do you know what it is? You go, no. <laughs> and that's not for sale, John. Uh, I'm a mortician. So... I just bought a fake a mile away. And, and it looks like a rat. A it fake. looks like a bird. There's no sewing on it. It's like no one can tell me what it is. It definitely looks... I would have guessed bird at first, but then... No, it's kind of rat-like, and then there's like... Dinosaur qualities to it. It's weird. Crazy. That's my Fiji mermaid. She's got Down syndrome. It's really sad. Oh. I'm going to do a special fund to help all the Fijis with Down syndrome. Wow. See your little flat face? Yeah. Is That's it- a real Fiji mermaid caught off the coast of the Fiji Islands. If you go to Google and type in P.T. Barnum, Fiji mermaid, you'll see a fake one he did uh, that he sewed a monkey body to a fish body. That's in 1768. And so, how so is this one preserved so well? Oh, it's uh, with uh, uh, ginseng and licorice. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. I have no idea. I was like, I that's no crazy. It's, it's totally petrified, yeah. Wow. Okay, so now I'm going to show you what I had trouble for. <sighs> what? Trouble? It's like a baby trouble. Ooh. Standing on it, actually. I'm standing on it. No, I'm it. just kidding. Um, that would be crazy. Yeah, baby. Uh, so, like I said, I used to have an antique store in the Haight-Ashbury. Right. Okay, I met a lot of really creepy dealers. Uh-huh. Some of them even dealt antiques, too, yeah. No one gets that. It's okay. Um, this, <laughs> this one woman was so great. Her accent was so thick. And I bought stuff from her for 10 years. And I saw her 25 years later. I'm like, oh, she was my blood. She comes to give me a hug. She's 96 years old now. Okay. I said, come on, I'll give you a tour. She came by. She was very sweet. Uh-huh. I'm so happy for you. Car. I said, thank you. She goes, this is my number. You call me tonight. So what, yeah. what did she want with you? You know, I did, right? Right. What can I do for you? My friend, I have something I want to give to you. I said, what is that? You have to wait till I die. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, really? She died two weeks later. So what was it? I got a call from one of her relatives. Is your name Carl? Yeah, there's a painting over here with your name on it. I said, oh, okay. Picked it up brought it back here hung it in the main room the first night I had a couple run out of here screaming what was it screaming I ran to me what are you doing like, they couldn't even talk I go no you just ran in my place I gotta know why she goes you're messing with us I said what she said we saw the eyes move I said 
Really? And she was so upset she left. Come back in the club. Hey, what happened to her? She saw the eyeball. Five people said, we saw it. Now, I've never seen it. And you know what I'd do if I saw it. What would you do? Blam! Right in the trash. <laughs> yeah, man. I'll march that stuff right out. Man, so fast make your head spin. You don't want that haunted stuff? I, don't, I, I won't have it. No, but you say I, no. that the, the mediums say no, right? Well, mediums, that's a whole occult nightmare. They have familiars. You know what a familiar is? No. Okay, so it's a demon. You have a familiar when you don't have any power by yourselves. There's no... And there's no rituals you can do to acquire power. All you're doing is getting a demon, a familiar, that gives you the illusion that you have the power. That's the uh. deal. That's the whole perception. That's why God forbade the occult in the Bible because you're opening yourself to deception. It's all a bunch of bull. You're okay. being controlled. You're not. You're not controlling things. They're controlling you. So anyway, uh, somebody took a picture of this thing and put it on Google. Haunted painting. Hundreds of people came down for the tour. Hundreds. And so, what? What did you? And every time I would do it, they would all freak out. I've seen people run. Do you think it's uh, power of suggestion? I believe so. Okay. I believe so. I definitely don't think it's haunted. I would have thrown it away. Okay. Um, Two years ago, it got stolen on Halloween night. Gone. And you don't? You have no no leads. Well, I was like, ah, really? And then I was like, bye bye, baby. Don't let the gate hit you on the way out. Right. (laughs) But it came back in three days, leaned against my gate with a note that said, "F this." So, okay, something has and to be that's up. that's it. Something has to be up with it. Yeah, I don't think so. I think it's a power suggestion. Because believe me, if it was really haunted, I, can you see it at all? I don't know I my flashlight. I can see it a little bit. It's of a girl. And it's like, people go, is that her? No, it's outsider art from thrift stores. But there's something really weird about the eyes. I don't well, know what they do. I would see that they look a little cat-like, maybe. No, it wasn't they? I don't think so. I don't know. What's, what's, I think that uh, they almost look like they're rolling up into the back of her head, maybe. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, like a really bad bong hit. <laughs> of course, I wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's... Uh, I was just dying, you know, what happened to the last person who brought it back, you know. Right. So, real quickly, the skull of the smallest Freemason. Okay. Came from a Masonic lodge that burned down in Georgia in 1958. And my friend bought it. He went and took it out of the rubble and brought it here. Wow. And uh, this is the only weird thing. that At night, when I turn everything off, if I do it from back here and it's dark, I hear wind. Mm. And I can't explain it. I don't know if it's a traffic outside or I'm losing my mind again. <laughs> again. <laughs> no, but that's uh, that's been here for like 16 years. Quickly, the monkey's paw. This yeah. Is, you know about that, right? I Curse don't know monkey about paw. Uh-uh. What? Come on. Where you been? I don't know. Under a rock or something. I don't know. Rock. You don't look like you're a rock girl, <laughs> child. Um, there is uh, like a... Edgar Allan Poe. Yes. Alfred Hitchcock. Yes. Twilight Zone. Yes. From the more culturally challenged The Simpsons episode. <laughs> um, if you own the paw, you get five wishes, three wishes. The third wish always kills you. Mm. There's five people that are that are all died before me. They all, they all wished and died. Yeah, that's why. So you say, don't wish. What you want? Uh uh-uh, uh. Uh uh. You know what happens when you make a wish? What? One of the fingers closes. And so you're not going to try. And then the second wish, the second finger closes. <laughs> oh, and that's basically what happened with the third wish. The last lady who wished, she wished for money. Someone died in her family and she got a bunch of jewelry. There's a piece of jewelry right there that you can't see very well. But yeah. that came with the paw. Wow. And then she wished for a husband. She got a husband. But it turned into a handicapped nightmare. Everything you wish for turns into a nightmare. The uh, la- We know she wished her last wish. 
Because she did it around her two sisters, and they all got on a plane. Mm. Bam! In the side of a mountain. Plane goes down. Really hard. Yeah, it was really ugly. Wow. But she survived. She made it back to the airport. And then what? And bam! She was hit by a cat. Oh, my goodness. So I'm wishing on nothing, baby. Uh Uh-uh. This is a merman, half fish, and half man. Cool. And uh, come Fort Lauderdale, got a lot of stuff from Florida. A lot of freak show stuff from Florida. Mm-hmm. This is my two-headed baby. See, I don't have my flashlight driving me nuts. This is my two-headed baby. It's a fake two-headed baby. We call him Lumpy and Mumpy. He's <laughs> like a garbage pail kid dipped in Pepto-Bismol. A little bit. Yeah, but this is a real two-headed baby here, and it's pickled. Came from an LSD show in Fort Lauderdale. This is what happens when you take drugs. You can almost, I mean, it's like crazy. You can see one crying. What? Yeah. It's like crying, well, uh, you know? At late at night, they sing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, and there's all kinds of other stuff. Uh, head of Bigfoot. Which mm-hmm. actually is right there. And it's it's a gaff. You know what a gaff is, right? No, what is it? It's fake. Okay. It's a fake. A fake? From 1963 in Fort Lauderdale. Uh-huh. But go on Google... And Google in my great uncle's name, Jerry, J-E-R-R-Y, Crew, C-R-E-W, Bigfoot. Jerry Crew, Bigfoot. He's the guy that took the first plaster cast of Bigfoot in 1958 on Mount Shasta. Wow. The name Sasquatch changed to Bigfoot with his discovery. Huh. Yeah, the Gatterson, Patterson Gimlin film where they show the Bigfoot walking, you've seen that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was 67. This is 58, baby. Yeah. Wow. My father and my other uncle were there with him logging the forest, the virgin forest of Mount Shasta. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm literally writing a screenplay right now about all their experiences, yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm excited about that. But So does this run in your family? This, I guess. <laughs> yeah, are you? My father was a cardiovascular surgeon, but uh-huh. he was also a performer. He was also a, he had a gospel quartet for 60 years. Okay. My mom was a con- your piano she did all the arranging so i come from like the musical partridge family you know that's really cool yeah it was cool it was cool my brother's a grammy award-winning musician okay yeah this plane right here look we're in north hollywood yeah i'm surprised there's not sirens mixed in with it yep everything well my brother wrote with santana and hart and buddy miles and and just everybody george harrison and uh yeah he's like he's prodigy he's like hilarious i love to torment him he cannot hear any anyone else's music he can't he goes, it's ah, he'll start to produce it in his head crazy so, yeah he very, it's so funny to torment him guy. brilliant guy seems brilliant like guy. you guys are a family of kooks yeah i mean musical I mean, kooks yeah. Yeah. yeah musical you know you're in you've done movies and stuff you have this shop that's amazing so what shop, does your does your family shop. come here um they're from san francisco but um uh, actually, my father passed away last year, oh, and uh, they moved that. out of San Francisco before that, and they got to spend some really quality time. But my sister lives in Ohio; she's a ranch up there, and they build a little house for my mom and dad. Oh wow! That's where my mom is, so it's great. Yeah, I'm That's gonna go great. there for Christmas. And That's stuff. lovely. Yeah, it's really uh, comforting to know she made it out. You know. Well, Ohio's a great place Gorgeous. to live, and gorgeous. Yeah, except for the fires. All right. those fires burned all the way around them. There were there's there were 40 houses, and they, there's only eight now. And they made it. They made it. And my mom's house was untouched. Talk about good juju. No, no, no. Talk about God, baby. Yeah. yeah that's amen. That's amazing. It was really cool. Very so we're cool. going this way, dog. Yeah. This is our back area. This okay. This is uh, the big screen where we screen all kinds of crazy stuff. Cool. Along with every other uh, 
monitor. Right. And we have performances out here too with DJs and fire breathing clowns and whatever we want to do. You know, we do a lot of comedy out here too. Cool. So we rent chairs and fill the place up. Are your are your shows? Do they cost money? Are they free? Is oh, it a no, mix? No, they're not free. It's a ten dollar cover. Ten dollar cover. Uh, okay. Yeah, for a live show, and if. If there's midgets, it's a little more, yeah. They're getting, I mean, uh, such a package of everything, so that makes sense. Well, yeah, yeah. people, it's like, say, people who understand, it's a, it's a blessing to have them down, but other people are just like, huh, where's the bubble gum? Uh, where's the band? You know, they don't see anything. It's like, okay. Right. Other people come down, I'm home, baby. It's right. Like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So there's two bathrooms, and this is the main room here. Mm-hmm. It's a big circle. Cool. And now we're back inside. Yep. If that stage could talk, it would scream. Uh-huh. Lots of things. 25 years of free seen. shows, magic shows, puppet shows. We do, we're working a lot with the Magic Castle. Okay. In fact, we just had this brilliant that. magician, Chris Mysterian. Chris He's Mysterian. He's the sentimentalist. And him and his partner, oh, blown. they went on uh, Penn and Teller and fooled them. That's amazing. Yeah. And actually, the, after their last gig here, they perform, They went right up and performed at their casino, yeah. Cool. So that was brilliant. And uh, yeah, I love Magic Castle. Oh, it's great. And then we'll show you our, this is our Red Dragon bar in here. The Red Dragon room. Uh-huh. Oh. Through these cool beads right here. Yeah, this is awesome in here. We don't serve hard liquor. We just have wine and beer and soju. Oh, soju! It's all cool. anybody, yeah, all anybody needs. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And what's this over here? Is this like a jukebox? Yeah, it's a jukebox. It's not working right now, but it's 1976, and we it's every jukebox we put the era's music on there. This is all funk. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. Funk stuff. It's beautiful. Yeah, the, this top lights up just like that too. It's like a circle, but I gotta get it fixed. Yeah. Cool. I used to, in the antique store, I used to sell Wurlitzers with the bubblers and all the beautiful 1940s stuff. And, you know, these are nothing compared to those, but I, they still, I love jukeboxes so much. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. This jukebox in here is uh, 1967. 1967. Yeah. Cool. And people sit on that. Like, yeah, you're sitting on something that's, like, older than you, even. <laughs> and then just, you know, you have all these... Decor decorative walls and all these decorations in here. Has that been here since it opened 25 years ago, or have you updated it at all? There was nothing here when we opened except burlap on the walls. Wow, so you've We're really... changed and changed and changed. We always add layers. Uh-huh. See, this is a 67. It's all 67 music on there. Very cool. Um, so you're adding layers. Are Any plans to add more layers? Sure, we would never stop adding layers. Yeah. Every time people come back, they go, wow, I didn't see this before, you know. Yeah. Um, this is uh, our latest incarnation. We have an ancient Chinese secret. Okay. I just love that. You know, it's yeah. the Chinese I could possibly get, you know. Yeah. Um, and these are like a lot of the stuff came from Nickelodeon and all kinds of crazy shows. Mm. Awesome. It's crazy. Very crazy. Well, could you just say your full name for me one more time? Sure. So I, I am Carl Crew, C A R L. C R E W. And how can, real. People, how can people find you online, etc.? Well, Facebook, C I Abnormal Arts. Uh -huh. When you go there, there's Chinese neon at the top. Yeah. And you can message me directly. Or you can also look me up on Wikipedia, Carl Crew. Cool. See all my dirt. Very cool. Awesome. Well, thanks, Carl. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. So nice to meet you. Yeah. Don't be scared. 
You heard the man. Don't be scared. Go check out the CIA. They are so close if you live in the Valley. And if you live in, like, Hollywood, they're so close still. Just hop on the freeway. You're used to it. You live in L.A. Don't be a baby about it. Go check out the CIA. Carl Crew is such a cool dude. Try to catch it on a night when he's there, although I'm pretty sure he's basically always there. You know, even if you just want to do a drive-by, like you walk through a clown's head to get inside. Tell me that's not awesome. Yeah, go check it out. It's very cool. Um, As I said, they are located on the border between North Hollywood and Burbank, right on Burbank Boulevard. Go check them out. Go see a show there. Go explore the museum. Just go enjoy. And stay tuned, please, for more episodes about some strange, quirky, unique, abnormal, if you will, valley institutions. There are plenty of them, and I will be bringing those straight to your ears. So have a great, you know, day, week, life. Chat with you soon. Bye, friends. Thank you so much for joining us this week. There are a few people we really need to thank. Uh, This podcast would not be possible without Tom Stasinis. He mixed and mastered this podcast and made it sound as beautiful as it ended up sounding. Thank you also to Monica Niehaus, who designed the logo for our podcast. Again, this would not be possible without you. Thank you so much. And you can check us out online at our website at sfvalleyproject.com. And please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at sfvalleyproject. Thank you so much again for tuning in, and we will talk to you next month.